Okay, so um, yeah, we had a slight interruption as people were talking. Yeah. Um, but so, so yeah. things here are active. There's a lot of people coming in. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of um, interest. People are coming in in good ways. Um, there's good education about sure. right ways to do things. People ask questions. We don't have that many people making stupid mistakes on a regular basis. Um, so all in all, it's a good community that's, uh, you should all come and visit. There you go. Mate. Mate. Okay. They'll, they'll put a prawn on the barbie. Yeah, but, um, how, what, are the, uh, what are the legalities here? Good, bad, and different? What I understand is that um, here, what we do is slightly less legal than, say, in Victoria, which is where Melbourne is. Okay. So in Melbourne, it's more, less underground. Okay. Here, um, basically, the police don't come to the private parties. They do get worried about drugs. Okay. Um, so actually I have a concern about things that are legitimate versus people just doing what people do. Yes. Um, there's not... It's actually about Yeah, it's not, there's not an effort. I know people on the police force who mm -hmm. part of the community. And they like to screw around with people's heads by wearing their real uniforms when they're on duty and poking their heads in the party. <laughs> and you just see the people going, is that a costume? National pastime. Or is he really... There's people with them look like cops too. So my mind folks class is going to have a lot. I'm going to have a lot of work here. Yeah, I remember uh, once this, this guy told me uh, he he was on duty and he decided to stop by because I was there with his uh, partner mm -hmm. at Hellfire and his the person in the car with him was, didn't want to come in. And at one point they uh, radioed looking for him. This, this was the story he told. They radioed looking for him, and she went, oh, he went inside to the, the gaff where Hellfire was held. And the reaction at the other end of the radio was, he didn't tell us he was going there, bastard. Because, <laughs> of course, they'd all like to do the walkthrough. Right, right, right. And, you know, the biggest thing being... they're honest about it. Yeah, you know, the, the, big, the biggest thing being the bouncers. You have someone tied up, and maybe their legs are tied open, and... They go to check to make sure they're wearing underwear. Because you have to. Because you have to. Of course. Because it's it's a lick. They sell liquor. Right. Pony. Right. Flashlight, especially. Oh, that nick is on. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, the, what I like about that is just because of the you know there's an adult view versus. Um, I mean, it's funny how like in Chicago, Shabaricon, uh, uh, Chicago has a um, higher tolerance because you know you have uh, IML. Chicago Hellfire is there, the gay club. So there's more of an awareness of mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, when Shabaricon started at the Hyatt there, uh, we had issues with the uh, another group that was there and that predated us. And we ended up having to get uh, the local police. And the local police were very, they loved us. You know, we were polite, we were pleasant, doing whatever we want to do. And, you know, once they were like, oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. Great. You know, you break any laws, not. Okay, cool. But on the larger level, you know, there's always that, you know, a lot of places, New York has problems. Right. That, uh, you, know, you know, the po the Post in New York has, has, in the Daily News, have had field days with some incidents that have happened in New York. Well, we had, we've had problems like that here, too. Um, there was um, a group called uh, Hardcore Heaven. Mm -hmm. 
who for years used to host a party in Oxford Street, which is the, the nightclub district. Um, and then they got, for political reasons, left that neighborhood and they started doing parties, um, house parties. Their house parties were legendary. Uh, 120 people, maybe a 40 minute drive north of Sydney, so proper suburb. Gotcha. Um, Angel, whose house it was, was, um, you know, she knew her neighbors and they didn't really want to know, but they didn't have problems with the noise or anything. Sure. They do tacky shows around midnight, which were quite entertaining, especially. I remember one, they did a whole thing on prison and uh, Marsha, who's a retired electrician, a tall, uh, I think he's Belgian or German, I forget, cross-dresser, right. built the Jacob's Ladder that was like two meters tall. Nice. So that was that, and we ended up doing- um, Uber they, Frankenstein. Right, and they ended up, so we set up a, um, a rig so we could hang Angel and one of the girls by their necks, because they, of course they had to be killed. And we set up the rig and, and all that, and um, so we were trying it in rehearsal the, the day before. Right. They're standing on the boxes, and there I am, and I kick the boxes out from underneath them. And the look on their faces when they dropped was like, <laughs> I said, could you guys do that again during the show? <laughs> but, what, I work out. but what happened with that was they used to do a New Year's Eve party. Right. And a couple years ago, someone called into one of the papers or something like that. Right. This was happening and the paper made it public or it was on the website or whatever. And it was just people went, no, this isn't good. Again, the neighbors didn't care, right. but someone went out of their way to make it uncomfortable for people. Right. So, so there goes the party, there goes the attitude, yeah, which always happens. Right. Um, and that's that was unfortunate. Mm -hmm. um, there's another party that's a really popular party that's, you have to know someone, mm -hmm. that's had two locations since I moved here. Okay. And uh, just recently there, the council, the local you know, government is. There have been some complaints after three years. So they're um, currently stepping back. Gotcha. Um, but, you know, that seems to be the natural cycle of things. Sure. Well, one of the things I've, I've found from doing a lot of events is uh, when you're doing the underground kind of thing, you know, we pull apart, we don't yeah. really connect any with anybody, um, complaints matter. Mm -hmm. When you're being above board and, you know, you, you have a liaison, with yeah. the with the local forces, right. mm -hmm. um, complaints don't matter as much because you become the you become the Mr. Joe normal. Well, and that that's one of the nice things about being involved with Uber. Mm -hmm. For instance, when um, there was a movie opening here a few months ago, sure, and they wanted to have some fetish things going on, they came to Uber. Uh, the Sydney Fringe Festival has something called the Mystery Bus, mm -hmm. where they give people a one sentence clue. For instance, <laughs> corsets black adults only nice. and they asked us to put together an evening for people that you know 50 people came on a bus and we explained to them that it wasn't all necessary and evil and this is what you can do at home with your belts and ties and stockings <laughs> um, so ubers become we have the reputation mm -hmm. exactly that's the thing um, I'm talking about yeah. and luckily for us um, the where uber is now the warehouse is the owner of that is part of the scene. So the only problems we ever have there are 
not really problems, but if he forgets the book, you can't really stop the landlord from coming in even if the party is sold out. Yeah. <laughs> or that can be an advantage, you know, cheap rent. Oh, well, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's a fair rent, but... Okay. Um, but he doesn't raise it more. Doesn't go too not, that's not my department, though. Okay. That would be stuff we don't discuss. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll cut that out. But, uh... I'll just go beep, beep. Yeah. And, uh... So, you know, there's... there's Good stuff and bad stuff happening, sure. like with any scene. There's you know, different politics going on. There's um, the usual, you know, well, infighting. the same everywhere. You know. And yeah, everywhere. We, we've actually been doing a lot of talking about uh, various political situations, which we'll not we will not discuss. But uh, I'm not allowed. Yeah. Well, that well, there's that and other things. Um, but it's. One of the things I'm, I again remember I was saying like there hasn't been a singular Aussie thing you know, in that sense. Uh, politics the same everywhere, you know, same same arguments, different continent, you know, same you know people is people is people. Yeah. Were. Yeah. But um, but like I said, all in all, I think it's healthy. Mm-hmm. It seems to be. Yeah. I mean, you don't have too much of a, a moralizing you know government in that sense, at least at the, the local level. But again, here, um, you know, they don't have same-sex marriage, but or same-sex partnerships. But on the other hand, it's recognized that, you know, it's accepted. Right. But they also have the idea here that, um, you know, when you say partner, mm-hmm. you know, if you've been living with someone for five years, that's just as good as being married. Right. Um, and there are people we know who actually aren't married, have been together for that long, and marriage is just a formality. Right. They're getting the same benefits as if they were, yeah. yeah. Which is which is a very progressive view. And again, like I said, it's what I'm observing, like, you know, listening to like we've been talking. I've asked, been asking questions. You've been uh, in some instances, you've been supplying me with information you think is what I'm asking, and I'm asking for the information in between. Right. And this is what I mean by healthy. Is there is like when I was in Hong Kong, the attitude was, well, what you're doing is you're an adult. It's an adult thing. Yeah. Okay, you're an adult. Um, there's a healthier aspect to it. It's like, okay, from the U.S., I keep reading, we keep reading about uh, you know, the conservative government and, you know, locking down Australia from the rest of the world through right. the internet and other stuff. But then there's what's actually happening. That's just Australia. one minister. Right. Who but, no one likes. But that's what's coming out on, that's what we read there. It's yeah. like, uh, people are asking me about things in the U.S. and, you know, I'm getting the, what's on the headlines. I'm going, well, let's give you some nuances, you know. Yeah. And the same thing here in terms of, I like asking wherever I go the what's the what's the the adult health you know how are things being treated like mm-hmm. it was fun walking down the street and there was all these adult bookstores yeah you know and they're discreet you know, yeah. not, you know yeah. some of them have a slightly fancy sign but right. it's very like just as you know if you didn't realize it was an adult store you wouldn't know it was an adult store yeah and they're you know the brothels they can't advertise they just have big numbers that blink. <laughs> Is the number just the door number or the amount of people inside? It's the street number. Okay, so there is something in in, in city that does have a street number on it. That's those are the brothels. Yes, if you, the brothel. yes, most of the buildings don't have street numbers, so if you see a street number, it's especially if it's red neon and it's blinking. <laughs> I like that actually. It's, yeah. They want to make sure you know where number two is. Yeah, here's number two, yeah. two, two. <laughs> Um, but again, like I said, there's, you know, it's a healthy, healthier um, attitude, you know, yeah. 
So while you know it may not be technically legal in the books, the attitude is well, we know what they're doing versus you know insta reaction and a draconian policy of pull the plug the moment you know. And and like with other places, um, at one point uh, when D and Paul were thinking about you know the next Uber, mm -hmm. they actually were looking at a premises they could split because they wanted to have like a cafe or a oh, cool. pub type place in the front. Nice. And then the dungeon in the back, but it had to have two separate things because once you have the liquor or the food right. rules, everything else gets a lot tighter. How about have two separate buildings? Well, they wanted to have, no, because they wanted it to be like, you know, you could go have like social time right. and then go around the corner to play. But what I meant, like yeah. two, so two rooms, two, you know, two, two. Same two, building, side entrance, front entrance. Gotcha. That's actually a cool idea, actually. I like that. Um, yeah. They kept putting, but the, the buildings they wanted kept going to other people. Ooh. Yeah. Well, eventually. I mean, this, I think it's a fantastic idea, actually. Yeah. When, and the nice and that, thing that's is, also, and that's just the front, the cafe will sustain the that's, Yeah, it's yeah. in the sustainable model. It's funny, because in Seattle, I was talking with uh, uh, Jim Duval and uh, uh, Lenny, uh, Lenny, Sorry, from uh, uh, the people from CSPC, from the uh, the center of the West yeah. Bank. And, uh, you know, they've, they've achieved a very, very sustainable model in terms of, they have a, it's a, you know, within Seattle, you know, Seattle has slightly friendlier laws, but at the same time, especially around uh, the area of private establishments. Yeah. But at the same time, they've also, you know, they've liaisoned with the local police, yeah. they've liaisoned with the local politics. So they're not, um, oh my God, there's this there. And they have a whole building, they do whatever they want. They can, you know, they can have sex, they can do, they can, you know, they put on events. And um, they are looking at a profit model, not so much profit as in we're gonna make a shitload of money, but sustaining the environment. And making uh, a profit, yeah. Making a profit so that like, you know, people are working for it, yeah. get a salary. Yeah. You know, it's not, we're hoping you can find this spare time. You know, we're paying for your spare time, yeah. you know. Um, uh, also, if you're coming in as a presenter and they they want you as a presenter, you know there there is a door split and things like that. And it's all excellent. I mean, again, you're not going to make a shitload of money off yeah. it, but at the same time, you'll defray your costs. You're more likely to defray your costs yeah. from getting around and mm -hmm. um, looking at the structure they have. It's a, it's such a lovely establishment in terms of of health. You know that's yeah. it. And they actually do a uh, they actually do a presentation to other. I mean, this is an American thing, but uh, for uh, dealing and creating something like this, they they've actually have a presentation they do for other groups. You just have to, have to if you're interested, people, just contact them. They'll happily, uh, right. you know, you have get them to their to your location. They will tell you how to put something like this together. Um, here, um, Uber's actually involved with a group called Acon. Okay, I think I've heard Acon. Yeah. So, uh, go on. I don't remember what the acronym stands for. Okay. But um, they're they do sexual awareness and mm -hmm. health, and we're. Um, Actually, I think everyone at the gathering will be getting one of their party kits. Oh, cool! Awesome. Which, which will have uh, ViraClean, which is the you know the, the, the insecticide, not the insecticide. The, <laughs> really, the insecticide. The toy cleaner. So we're back to the the the, 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 the yeah, bugs. So, so, so basically, killer spiders are also an STI in uh, yeah. in Australia. Yes, like, they are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they they they've got a they have a grant for. Uh, Party packs and for yes. people. I've actually heard those guys. Yeah, and uh, we've actually been instrumental with them, doing mm -hmm. that, uh, helping with the materials, putting it all together, working on the grant, cool, and the PR for that. So 
Yeah, awesome. Uber's, Uber's got the reputation here. And like I said, that's, that is the, uh, the hallmarks of a, of, a, of a success, if you ask me, in terms of it. And I've yeah. seen enough failures to know it. <laughs> yeah. The New York scene has been a, is kind of a, a hotbed of, of you know, successes and failures and, and you know, various events and watching various, like, tests itself has gone through so many iterations at the moment in terms of, you know, successful staff, unsuccessful staff, yeah. uh, dealing with the fact that, you know, at one time, the only thing in, in New York was tests, and now in GMSMA, which is unfortunately you know, wow. gone. Uh, but then again, it's you know changing demographic, changing cityscape, yeah. uh, stuff like that. Well, and then Sydney also has Sydney Leather Pride. That's true. Yeah. Um, how are how are the connections with the, the gay community at all? Uber, um, we have um, every few months the Sydney Leather Pride. That's not the queer, it's the women's group. Okay. Um, hosts a party. That would be the lesbians here. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, that it's queer and lesbian. And, okay. But, um, I forgot the name of the party. I'll check with D. Okay. And what they love about Uber is that we have teacups for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is a, a uh, an Aussie lesbian thing, teacups? I don't know if it's Aussie, but I just, and I don't know if it's lesbian, because that I can't help you with, but I just know that that all D needs to provide in terms of the space to make it successful yeah. is um, a, bo- a wood box full of twinnings. <laughs> yes, that, that would but, be very, very unique. But, but, I had never but, heard that. But, but I suggest that you need to let her tell you this story. Okay, I will, I will poke her for this story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they, they, they use the Uber space. There are a few other... Okay. You know, it's um, so there's good relations and, and crossover in that sense. There's, there's yeah, shared, some competition for workshop type things, and yeah. uh, a few, you know, when we have people from overseas. Jack Brunello was here a few months ago. Oh, awesome! Um, and he did but some Jack workshops. He did some workshops for them and some for us. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what happened there. I know we, we got good attendance. Oh yeah, well, Jack, Jack is you know Jack Brunello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm nobody, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, you're nobody. You're with a podcast. Well, now, that I'm horrible at doing, but I do it every once in a while, and people seem to like it, except nobody gives me freaking feedback. Audience, write me. Tell me if you like this or not. Anyway, this is, this is becoming my, my, my general rant on a podcast. Or at least podcast. tweet him. Tweet No, they do that. But it's like, I, yeah. Nobody writes to me, but they, they come up to me and go, by the way, I loved your cast. I said, do you remember that part where in my cast where I say, write me? Yeah. Thank you. Please or, follow Or there's this other thing called FetLife. Mm. Social networking at its finest. Yeah. Yeah. Social networking, the failure that it is. But anyway, so. Yeah, I, I see my problem with that is, like I've told you, my idea of recreation starts when I turn the computer off. Yeah, Rick, Rick only just started his... Uh, I won't say the, his vanilla tweet on. No, actually, I made I made another one. Oh, okay. So you, he just now his original has been on for like however long Twitter's on. So 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 long ago that it's got my real name. And his real name and is like in the low numbers. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, I, I made a I made a rope by rake Twitter account <laughs> because of uh, yesterday we were talking to Lokai and it looks like we're gonna set up a rope by here in Sydney. Yep. Oh yes, that's the other thing. Yeah. And um, of course, being that it's Sydney, which is a city that thinks it's outside all the time, they, they heat outdoors during the winter because 
he can't not sit on the cafe on the sidewalk. Of course. Um, I mean, how cold does it get? It gets um, okay. Well, that, again, people I mean, here say it's cold, and I tell them if you can't see your breath, it's not cold. So gotcha. So late sixties. Yeah. Forty, maybe at night. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's not. Melbourne supposedly gets freezing, but again, I've. There's a running joke about I've been to Melbourne about 12 times for about 38 hours on business trips. Right. But 90 minutes of each one of those trips is going back and forth to the airport. So I've really never been to Melbourne, but I've heard stories about it. <laughs> so basically this is sort of like how I like rare steaks. We have the, you know, show at the matchbox and yeah. yeah okay, gotcha. Um, Don't but, light the match. But what we're talking about doing for the rope bite is actually making it a picnic. Oh, that's gonna be yeah. We were talking about yeah. that's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, so we're gonna try and uh, put out feelers during the gathering. Okay. Yeah, we want to do it. We want to do a podcast later on that. Yeah. We'll definitely do it like a. We we need uh, your your compatriot, uh, Obi. 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 Yeah. See, unfortunately, I have three things running in my head when he says that. One is one is uh, Ron Howard. Yeah. Two is is Alec Guinness. Uh, well, actually, now it's. Three uh, uh, Four is a Japanese dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, and, yeah. And, and don't forget, fifth is that gentleman from Christchurch. Yes, that gentleman from Christchurch. Oh, that guy. Yes. Yeah. Going to achieve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jay White. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely going to become a t shirt. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to get. I'm thinking of the guy who has the t shirt, uh, proximity equals consent. Yeah, I need one of those. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> so anyway, let's let's call, actually call this one. Uh, right. We can talk more later. Yeah, or? we have to actually get to the hotel. I have to go do some pick up some odds and ends from a oh god, an electronic store I'm now in love with. I don't have it anymore. Uh, J was it J Car? J Car. Oh my freaking god! It's it's 45th Street. They used to be in New York yeah. in one store, and I'm like, uh, like you can get all sorts of little electric bits and pieces to build stuff. It makes Radio Shack look like nothing. And don't forget helicopters. Oh yeah, and helicopters. We're pushing the helicopters, weren't they? Yeah. All the time. But, uh, although I had the cutest thing, the Asian chick was absolutely, I mean, she, I had this little girl, I mean, she had to be like the size of my leg. And she's running around trying to, to give me the things I'm wanting. And I'm just, I'm running around crutches because you know, my foot's still broken. Next, you know, next uh, October when I get back, I, I will see if I have surgery. Don't know what the hell's going on with and um, I just interspacing, inter, interspacing anything I said with, you know, I, I, need, I need this, ga I need a gauge of wire, something like this. And, and fish sticks and custard are cool. Just and she's not reacting to any of this. I promise that I was absolutely batshit crazy. You are. Yeah, it's cool. But that's one of your better qualities. Yes. But it was just the way I ran. Because remember, we ran in the store. And I'm just running around, and I think, you know, something. This is, this, you know, I was doing Doctor Who level, you know, randomness and yes. running around. And I figured, I figured I had to throw the, the, the customer fish tanks. Yeah. No. You, connectors, three point fives. Where? And 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 fly now. You know, yeah. custard. Where's yes. the custard? So maybe if you pulled out your sonic screwdriver and J car, it would have fit in better. I don't think that crowd would have gotten it though. Sadly, they, they didn't seem it. The, the young guy there, the one yeah. guy who wasn't Asian, might have gotten it. Uh. But the others just sort of looked at you. Know, maybe I don't know. It would be funny. Unfortunately, I left my sonic screw. I have to take a sonic screwdriver. It's totally perverted. I've been working on ideas. Mind fucks. Oh. You find a Doctor Who fan and you say, "I actually have one." Well, I know. And they'll, they'll believe that it doesn't work until you actually make it do something. <laughs> it's like how do you fit a Hitachi in, in one? It's just you know, <laughs> it's a little large. But I actually just I, I have ideas. Uh, I have ideas. Just need a strong enough transistor and. 
They do something. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to sign off. Uh, this is yeah. Uni. That's Rick. And this is the podcast. That and you should all come to Australia. You should all come to Australia. Uh, come visit uh, Uber and also uh, come to the gathering when they have the next one. Because you're going to miss this one. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. And Two years. First weekend in October. Yeah. And I will be back uh, in New York next week. <laughs> wow. And this has been a hell of a long week. Um, insane. And because um, you're upside down still. Well, my rain gag is I'm looking up everyone's skirt. I, I, I tweeted that, and uh, the response I got was, I wrote, my friend I in Boston wrote, uh, Perv, uh, had, uh, you know, I would have changed my underwear. You know, yeah. It was, it was, you know, usual silly stuff. My, my, my crap. It's my crap. So anyway, this is the uh, Dovecast. Hope you liked it. If uh, you have anything you want to say, comments, people you'd like me to interview, write me a note. There is a contact information on the website. Just saying. And um, let me know if you liked it or not or hated it. You know, we, we like controversy sometimes. And um, you know, we'll go from there. So this is me saying, uh, from upside. Can you tell if my voice is upside down right now? And uh, it's a lovely sunny day and I have to go to a hotel. So we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.